Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Khalil Wanda in the building. And I'm Agard. What up, folks? Greetings to all the people listening on any podcast platform, YouTube, Nice Up Radio, the whole works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Big up to everybody across the world, nationwide and worldwide, across the universe, you know? Yeah, man. It's been a great season so far. I just want to shout out all the listeners, you know what I'm saying? And also the new YouTube subscribers and people that have been commenting and stuff like that. We're going to do some shout outs, you know, before we out of here. But what do we want to talk about today, Agard? Current events, man. What's what's popping off recently in the world of dance hall, reggae, you know, the Caribbean, all that. Yeah, basically, you know, we recorded the majority of season eight uh, during the off season, you know, like a real show, real professional and thing. But we wanted to come in today and just kind of do a, a check in where we actually touch on some of the things that have transpired in the last three to six months, you know, the last couple of weeks as well, because, you know, big things are going. Yeah, man. Finally, you know, places are opening back up, you know, new music is coming out. So a lot of good things to share. Yeah, man. Touring and live audiences and venues, man. What that thing? Didn't realize mm-hmm. how much we missed it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I guess the big, the biggest thing is probably versus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Super Cat, King Addies, um, Lion Face, Busta Rhymes. You know, I know. I'm. Uh, you know, who are the other artists on there? Um, okay, so at the Barclays event, you know, that happened on the, the day before the KRS-One Big Daddy Kane joint, the Saturday, right? You know, you have headlining, yeah. you have Supercat. Um, I know on the lineup, it also featured Barrington Levy. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe the Sham and Cranium are among artists performing. So, you know what I mean? But um, it was impossible to... to um, for that not to be on your radar, you know. So uh, this is not news to anybody. So you know, probably know the full works, you know what I'm saying? But it, it looked like it was a, a good, um, well-attended event uh, online as well, you know, a lot of streams. And Supercat, who you've heard us talk about <laughs> on previous episodes. And um, let me just say, you know, from what I could... I, from what I saw, he performed uh, with the band and he did his whole set, you know what I'm saying, with his full three-piece suit on, with his hat on, and he was up and down the stage and he delivered the lyrics of all his songs well, you know, as well as you would expect any 60-plus-year-old person to do. <laughs> so yeah, that, was, that was a good look, man. 
Yeah, recently, uh, as we spoke about in previous episodes, you know, he had a track with Salam Remy, which is big. Um, I guess previously to this verses, you know, he 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 performed at Swiss Beats birthday party, and it'll be interesting to know if this was in the works before then, or if this kind of you know jump started the whole you know versus Supercat thing. Yeah, yeah. Bust Buster Rhymes was also there. Sham was also there. Right. And um, so there's a few other people there, you know, but um, on the sound system tip, shouts out to King Eddie's who popped up at that bar- birthday party and um, also was featured at Barclays Center on the Versus platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, basically, Kingpin of Addies and formerly of Addies, Lionface, formerly uh, Babyface, they did a tune for tune, one for one, you know, where basically for those unfamiliar, they each played a tune, each um, trying to get fours from the crowd is a way of warming up the crowd. And I saw a few clips and it seemed like Kingpin, you know, did his thing as usual. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a Caribbean crowd in there. I heard, you know, the crowd singing out some songs. It's not like it was verses. So it's just like a hip hop crowd or whatever. It's, it's Brooklyn. So, you know, the Caribbean represented up in there. Word. People in Brooklyn know about song clash culture. They know about dancehall culture. For the most part, is the Miasa. And then Barclays, that's like Flatbush <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, man. Atlantic and Flatbush, to be precise. Downtown Brooklyn, you know, the heart of it. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Shouts out, you know, kudos to everybody involved. Um, thank you, Swiss Beats, for, uh, you know, injecting some more dance hall. We, we, we did ask for that. <laughs> and um, hopefully we don't have to wait too long again for another, you know, session. Yeah, and what I just saw as well, they're having um they're doing DJ brackets as well, similar to Sound Clash. So I think before the Big Daddy Kane Karis one versus, they had uh two DJs going up against each other and I think it was like a three round thing. Okay. And basically at the end of the bracket, whoever comes out on top wins a million dollars and uh gets to be Triller's uh DJ in residence. So, you know, a lot of things going on with the culture there, you know, a lot of different offerings from versus. Yeah, man, I never know about that still. Yeah, I just I just saw it, you know, on social media recently, so that's cool. Yeah, man. And, of course, KRS won Big Daddy Kane the following night. And, you know, of course, KRS, you know, if there was a victor, because, you know, the fans are the real winners. Yeah, the winner would have been KRS won. Um, I think it was Kid Capri that was DJing that night as well. I was getting texts like, yo, Kid Capri's killing it. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm, yeah. I never see the world team. So. Yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> saw it either. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I believe what you're saying, but, you know, I got to I gotta root for the Big Daddy Kane, you know? Brooklyn, you know? Can't, I, I, can't, I can't root for the Bronx, you know? Yeah, I mean. Sorry, for, Bronx. Root for who <laughs> you want. You know, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, the teacher. The, the hits that he has are um you know they're not localized at all yeah you're right <laughs> you you're know right like yeah Karis one is global hot. it's hip-hop like just period yeah big daddy kane is more yeah it's more new york you know a certain Pops time in the dictionary you know what i mean Karis one name supposed to be like mentioned somewhere in in, in there in the entry for real okay cool 
I mean, also of, of, you know, Caribbean heritage, specifically Jamaican, you know? Right. And, um, that night I, he brought out Mad Lion. Mm, yes. Yeah. And I heard, yo, my, Mad Lion blew the roof off of the place, yo. Mad. Yeah. Shout out to Mad Lion. You know, Basically, I, I feel like Mad Lion had to eat off of those 90s tunes, yo. Some of those 90s tunes, as hopefully he had a, a good, you know, contract. <laughs> For yeah. real. Yeah, I mean, I heard he, he looked and sounded good, you know what I'm saying? So if that's any, uh, you know, hint or clue as to yeah, how, he's how well he's done, yes. <laughs> yeah, man, because, you know, yeah, we're going to keep it positive. So anyhow, you know, we talk about King Addies. King Addies was back on the battlefield this year in a, a battle that took place down south in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. King Addies versus King Animosity at the Bliss Lounge in Stone Mountain. Yeah, man. You know, both of us checked it out. I, I, you know, we, we, we watched it live. I, I paid for the, the pay-per-view Right. You know, to see it, you know, shout out to that whole team. You know, it went off, as far as I can tell, flawlessly. There was a little part during the early warm where they had to work out some technical difficulties. Shout out to King AP, you know, Jinx did his thing on the early warm. But yeah, man, I, I've listened to that clash, you know, three times since. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, especially King Addy's part, you know, shout out to Drew Heckler's, you know, um, he put out a King Addy's only side of it, but then I also listened to the entire thing. And tell you the truth, this was like um like a season opener in a sense for Clash. You know, um, you know, shout out to King Animosity, I believe they they promoted it. You know, they they promoted their own uh, I was killing, <laughs> but um, I want to say, uh, even though they didn't end up victorious that night, I'm, I was very hard on them. But you know, you pointed out a few things, especially with the tunes that they cut and the, the quality of tunes that you know, even though they're not, I'm not a big fan of King Animosity. I think that they did their thing in standing up to Addies. But you know, King Ping at, Pin at this point is like LeBron James. You know, we we said that you know when we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The GOAT right now, the the current, well, let me not use the term GOAT. Uh, <laughs> people will be throwing that around way too much right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, too many GOATs of everything. <laughs> so right now he's doing well. And um, I would say that the other factor of that dance that made it stand out and um, is something that I've seen used in subsequent clashes in ATL is the voting system where they use everybody that pays to come into the party gets a light um, that, you know, I guess you could put on your wrist, like a wristband. Yeah. I think it is a wristband that that lights up. You can turn it on and off. Lights up. So when it comes time to vote at the end of a round or at the end of a clash, they turn all the lights off in the venue and it's like you turn your light on if you want to vote for the sound. Keep your light off if you don't want to vote. And it's, you know, it's like an ingenious thing, honestly. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, since then, um, the other clash that we want to talk about, right, because there's been a couple. But the other clash we want to talk about is Blunt Posse versus King Fargo, which mm-hmm. took place in Brooklyn. Um, yes. Brooklyn Bronx. Yeah, it, Brooklyn. Was Brooklyn. it was Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn. 
Yeah, so that was a more recent clash. New York City sounds, you know, King Fargo from Brooklyn versus Blunt Posse from the Bronx. And there was some controversy about the voting. And I'm like, yo, y'all didn't, how much would it cost? I mean, I feel like once somebody sets a precedent and raises the bar, then after that, just use the technology, use the advancement and, you know, everybody wins. Sorry about that. Yeah, everybody wins. You know what I'm saying? Because now there's obviously Blunt Posse was going to beat Fargo, but there's a round that went to went Fargo's way and there's controversy about that. Well, my my thing, you know, it's interesting you point that out. My thing about that is sometimes the crowd just wants the the clash to be longer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, saying? no, yo, yeah. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And and I'm not like one of the people that's upset about Fargo getting that round, you know, like I said, they did like some Jedi mind tricks at the end of the round. And like, <laughs> I feel like, okay, they got vote, they got votes, they got a round, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. It's not like they played horrible. You know what I mean? Like, I think both sounds represented really well in that round. Listening back to it in hindsight, Blunt's round was crazy. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Dude, I, I texted like, you right away. Yeah. Yeah. After I listened to Blunt's second round, I was like, damn, you know, because it was so well timed out. Like, you know, every, so there was two 30 minute rounds in the first, you know, the first two rounds were 30 minute rounds and his second 30 minute round. You know, when you talk about pacing yourself and then basically within the last 15 to 10 minutes, you know, it's not like he he did nothing or they did nothing the first part of the round. They're steadily building, building, then boom. You know, all the new tunes that Blunt played, and it's artists that, you know, I'm not necessarily familiar with, but the way how they cut on certain rhythms with these new artists, it's like it 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 highlights their flow. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these uh Artists right now, these dance hall artists are kind of like emulating the the hip hop battle rappers. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I felt it, yo. Know, I was like, damn, you know. I, I didn't know who the artists were, but at the same time, it didn't matter, you know. And like you pointed out, you know, Ajax was pointing out that a lot of selectors, a lot of sounds, don't want to teach the people new music anymore. You know what I'm saying? And like this whole clash, like. They got more ratings for me. I know that Blunt Posse is, uh, you know, as far as cutting tunes, you know, they're in there in the top. They're they're elite. You know, they're always going to have a bunch of tunes. But the way how they featured the new tunes, it was it was pretty amazing. A lot of Skilly, <laughs> Skilly Bang. Sorry, my mic just clipped. But a lot of Skilly Bang. Yeah. Shouts out to Blunt for real. They, um, you know, I think they. Though they were expected to win this dance, you know what I'm saying? I think it's still kind of, it's still a win. It's still a positive. It's still um, a step in the right direction. And, um, you know, the dance overall was really good. So want to see more of that. Um, just another thing before we move off of Sound Clash, you know, the amount of su- Super Cat dubs that played in these last couple clashes that we mentioned, just another mm-hmm. thing to, um, you know, just mention because he charges what forty five hundred dollars for one dub plate right now. 
So somewhere between four and five thousand is what I've heard. Yeah. So I listened to King Animosity, I believe is on War Report. Yeah. And according to Saeed, Supercat's price went up to six thousand. Okay, so there you go. So you add up because they, they cut what, fifteen, twenty supercat dubs? Who animosity? Yeah. I mean I heard at least four or five in the King Addies clash. You know, um Blunt Posse cut I don't know, a, f- a few as well. And Addie's, you know... Has a few new ones. In the last juggling, I heard Kingpin reel off like five supercats on the answer with him. You know what I mean? Some old, some new. <laughs> so, um, and these are sounds, uh, you know, in, in this hemisphere. Now, you know, if, if sounds over here are cutting, you better just multiply that number when you're talking about Europe and Japan. You know what I mean? All throughout the pandemic. So let's just say Supercat is is doing really well right now. Really well. You count Versus, and you know how the streams and all that usually skyrocket after Versus. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, him, you know, he's in that, that pantheon of artists that, you know, crossed over back in the 90s, you know, along with Shaba, you know, um, Mad Cobra, you know, Supercat, those artists like that who were actually signed to um you know american labels mm. yeah man so that brother right there is eating well um uh, while we're talking about people that crossed over in the 90s you know shouts out to bounty killer mm-hmm. he's been promoing his album for like the past year the release date was initially was supposed to be um this past summer the latest that we've heard the album is due to be released on Christmas 2021. So by New Year's, by by 2022, we should have the new Bounty album, King of Kingston, and it's featuring 30 tracks. It's like a double CD type of project, and it's featuring 30, 30 artists, 30 artist features. Yeah, man, that's, that's a good look, man. I mean, I, 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 Bounty Killer is one of the, few artists on on like social media that I enjoy following, you know, because it seems like he's a very I don't know, something happened. Like there's some growth that happened within Bounty that it's like his spirit is just different. You know what I mean? And like I, I feel like I connect with him more. And the fact that he's spreading the love so much, you know, as he's always done, you know, when you talk about the alliance, you know, yeah. Bounty Killer is responsible for Vibes Cartel, he's responsible for Movado, he's responsible for uh, Idonia, you know, slew of artists, you know, scare them crew. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Elephant Man, you know, I mean, Bounty is like, you know, I don't know, the Barry Gordy or something <laughs> of like dance hall. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, the fact that this late in his career, you know, which, you know, that's subjective, whether it's late or not, you know, that he's spreading so much love. I even saw a video he just shared with, you know, he's in the studio with General Degree. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a, a nowadays thing to where it's like, you know, he's just following fashion. He's leading, you know, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Salute to Rodney Price, a.k.a. Poor People Governor. He's in me. The Warlord. He's doing his thing. Um, also, shouts out to Spice. She's had a very eventful summer. You know, the release of her album 10, which we did touch on um, when we sat down with Diego from Pandora. But mm-hmm. she's continuing to promote the album. I saw recently a new release. It's actually a release from Sham, who we talked about on the top most underrated artists episode. And, you know, both of those artists were mentioned on that show. So now you got a combination, Sham and Spice. And I think, I think it's a good look. I, I mean, I literally, I, I love that. You know what I mean? I feel like all the underrated artists should just group up and just, <laughs> just hit them like that. But those are two artists that are kind of synonymous with that 2000s period of, you know what I'm saying, hits, especially like songs for the girls, you know? So this one's called Condensed Milk. You know, the clips of the video I saw were like Spice in like a bathtub of milk and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you see like her her chocolate juxtaposed against the, the you know, the milk. So it's, you know, it's a good look, man. You know, they shouts out to those those guys. They're doing their thing. Yeah, man. And, and talking about Spice, that reminds me, for the culture, I'm going to shout out somebody who is not synonymous with reggae culture, but I'm going to shout out Cardi B. Right. Because right. she made a, a point to to put dance hall culture front and center for her birthday party. Um, she had a dance hall queen themed uh, party and said everybody had to come in, you know, 90s style, you know, dance hall regalia. You know, she was looking like a dance hall queen. You know, Spice was in the building. I saw Ding Dong in the building. Um, a, a few other artists, I believe Shensia was probably also there. You know, shout out to Jada Kingdom. You know, it seems like her and Spice, you know, have, have a, a, a burgeoning friendship. Hopefully we see them on a track together soon. You know what I mean? So it just seems like there's a lot going on and it feels like hip hop is kind of, um, Getting getting back reacquainted with with dance hall, you know, especially um, Shensia since being featured on Kanye's album. You know, I've been seeing her in a lot more hip hop media as well. So there's a big push there. You know, a lot of outlets are starting to share. You know, not not necessarily her music, but you know, Shensia's uh, goings and comings. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's rightfully so because even when hip hop wasn't really putting reggae or dancehall up front, there was still sampling it. You know, there was still borrowing elements and teething little things and using it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
it, it's the right thing that, you know, these relationships be put on front page and, you know, talk about Cardi's party, like, you know, the, not that I know who these people are, but the love and hip hop people were all there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like, I think it's a really good look in terms of that whole media circle. Um, what's the girl, the, the big girl? Uh, oh, Meg Thee Stallion? No, Bergerin. Bigger than... <laughs> You're talking about physically Lizzo. big? I'm talking about Lizzo. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, Lizzo. So she kind of stole headlines, coming with like, like a full see-through, see-through frock, you know what I mean? And, you know, people, you know how it is. You got some people trying to body shame her, you know, some people trying to play fashion police. But when you check it, you know, that's, that's authentic dance hall wear, yo. Like, that's been going on in Jamaica for a long time. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, yo, man, we, you know, people come in all shapes, sizes, you know. Everybody needs love, you know. You know, so, I mean, there's some people who are into that. Right, more, right. P- more power to her. Yeah, man. Big ups to Lizzo. Also want to shout out to Major Lazer, okay? Mm-hmm. Walshi and the crew. Walshi, uh, you know, just did a project with Naomi Cohen. She promoted all over New York. You know, I'll be seeing little things. Um, so, you know, he was just, I so just looked up in, on my Instagram and I saw Walshy's face like all over Times Square. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the big accolade is selling diamond. They received a diamond plaque. Um what what what, what song was that for? Or project? Was it even... Lean On or uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think so for Lean On, but you know, that's real big, man. You're talking about DJs, kind of a, a sound system concept and they are diamond-selling recording artists. Yeah, that's major, major. You know what I mean? So, shouts out to that whole team. Continue to do your thing, you know? Um, yeah, and uh, at least Walshy and Diplo both, you know, have Grammys under their belt as well. Exactly. So, speaking of sound systems that are global right now, global brands, synonymous with the culture. An announcement recently came out from Mighty Crown's team. Mighty Crown, the Far East ruler, known for Sound Clash, um, you know, fame, Sound Clash success, World Clash winners, and, you know, the sound that really put Japan on the map when it comes to dancehall and reggae music, mm-hmm. just recently announced that they will be retiring. And from what I heard, it's a permanent retirement from playing out as the Mighty Crown entity. So they announced they're doing one final show, September 2022. And we don't know what that show is going to be, where it's going to be. But the fans want to clash. (laughs) Mm. The fans want to see like a final clash. You know what I'm saying? Go out the way that we know of them coming in. What what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I can't say that there is any type of precedent for this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, basically there's a saying in the sound system business, you know, when when a sound is quote unquote parked up, you know, it's like sounds kind of just fade into, you know, oblivion oblivion, (laughs) and then one day, you know, there's a youth that, you know, reemerges with the sound sometimes or sometimes it just goes away 
you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, the only people that I, I first, well, I thought about doing this would, would have been like Rodigan, you know, which he's still going strong or downbeat, you know, there's a, there's a concern, you know, of like, okay, when, when Tony screw finally, you know, plays his last tunes, you know, is that the end of downbeat? I did not expect this from mighty crown or a sound like mighty crown. However, after hearing about it, I do understand it, you know, and as I've mentioned throughout the seasons, you know, when I have talked about mighty crown, you know, I mentioned their business prowess, you know, you know, they, they have brands in Japan. They've done things with designers and clothing lines. They have their own record label, you know, they, they've done a lot, you know? Um, so I'm not surprised that this announcement came from them. However, um, I don't, I don't know what to make of it, you know, cause there's also, there's still Ninja crown, you know, he's still very active, you know, as a DJ. Um, but I know we've been seeing Sammy and Simon a lot less and there's a whole other team in Japan, you know, that started out with, with mighty crown. They've had different selectors on, on the Japan leg, but we, we don't hear about them over here. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm still processing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like a, a, one of your favorite athletes retiring. It's like, what, what's, what's going to happen? You know, it's, it's on, it's like uh vibes cartel getting sentenced to like 30 something years in prison. Like what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not really, you know, precedented. Um, You know, we haven't seen a lot of them in, in the recent past, you know, um, it's been really, ninja that's been pretty much staying in the forefront especially in the states so i i don't know um i guess ask me again in a couple weeks maybe i'll have a better answer but i think i'm 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 just kind of in shock you know what i'm saying yeah okay yeah word um i can't say i'm in shock but it was definitely surprising to see um that announcement but i i applaud them i think that you know, they've already pulled out of doing sound clashes mm-hmm. and, you know, both the members and their management has been vocal about the fact that it doesn't make sense for them to clash any longer. Um, you mentioned Radigan. He's he's pretty much done and said the same thing, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, so and and I totally get it. You know, it's it's a different thing right now. The business is, is just different than, than it was. And um I don't think the appreciation is there. I don't think that the dub plates that you're able to get now from these new artists are able to really stand up and um, and give you the value. You know, not that there's a return on investment necessarily with dub plates, but you know what I'm saying? Like there should be some type of value that lasts, um, you know, at least a little bit of time. <laughs> See, with If not a long time. Yeah, with them... I, I feel like the sound system thing, obviously they love it. Um, but I think it's part of their brand, you know, and when it stops making sense as part of the brand, then, you know, you can love it all you want, but they've already made, you know, I'm sure they're rich, you know, they, they're, they, they can go a lot of different places and be recognized and, you know, they live their lives. I'm sure they're probably family people as, as well. So, you know, I mean, wh- yeah. when it stops making sense, you know, and and part of it, I guess, is 
I guess usually what happens is there's a generation that comes after, but you know, when yeah. it's something that's it's so not, that's not. like, like there's no, like outside, like Sammy and Simon and now Ninja, like that's mighty crown. You know, I can't, I can't foresee somebody. I mean, maybe, maybe it could happen. You know, maybe it's like Jordan, you know, come out of retirement. Jay-Z came, <laughs> came out of retirement, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, but I, I don't, Somehow I don't think yeah, so yeah. because, you know, I think they're being very realistic and probably very strategic um, as well. Whereas some other people, like you said, it's unprecedented. Yeah. So most other people or nobody else <laughs> except for me, because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but I never announced a retirement. You know, I just gracefully bowed out of um doing certain events and, and transition to this format. So, yeah. you know, and I still see where I want. So I think Ninja um, and the rest of the Sammy, um, the rest of the Mighty Crown team, they're going to be doing other things that make sense for them to do at this time. And and that's what it is. Lot, you know, can't believe there's so much going on for uh, sound system culture right now. When you look at it, you know, I think there was a time even last year around this time where we were like, yo, is the doldrums, bro. It was like, what? <laughs> not not Guan. Literally, you're talking about who played on IG Live or something. Yeah, man. Shouts out to um, Bella Blair. If y'all haven't checked out, you know, it's a, a new artist, female artist, came on my radar with um, a little weed song she did, and I like the way that her lyrics were put together. But um, she just put out an EP, uh, five or six songs. Um, pretty versatile. Uh, the EP is called Shine. Um, so that's one of the, the newer releases that came on my radar. Um, also, shouts out to Gramps Morgan. Just dropped a, a full-length album. Positive Vibration is the name of the album. So check those out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Again, to the listeners, um, you guys that have been listening and supporting, you've been getting comments on different platforms. So shouts out to Retta Rebel from Coventry, England, who uh, commented on the top five Clash Selectors episode saying that, uh, you know, David Rodigan is an idiot, you know, <laughs> t- said to, to tell him to Clash Saxon studio and watch him get wiped. Musclehead would kill him with tune, you know, big up to the Saxon fans. You know what I'm saying? You guys are very passionate, you know. <laughs> yeah, real quick, uh, you know. R.I.P. to Corporal Billy from Love Injection. You know, that was a big loss in the sound system community as well. You know, yeah, um, you know, shout out to all the Love Injection crew. Definitely, definitely. Rest in peace. Um, shouts out to Adissa Chizoba, who said Lenny had better speech than Squingy. Um, arguable, you know what I'm saying? I, I think, you know, Lenny was probably, he was definitely before Squingy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Lenny was cool. I I can't say anything bad about Lenny, but you know, I I mean, he he was a good caliber selector and MC. I mean, but at the same time, it's kind of like the Biggie Jay Z argument, right? Like Jay Z has how many albums and surpassed you know Biggie, so that's how I feel with Lenny and Squingy. You know Lenny, yeah, obviously, yeah. you know he was very charismatic. He had jokes as well, but you know, I mean, Skinny was good too. But you know, Squingy. Right. Well, what, what? Okay, great analogy. 
between Lenny and Squinji. <laughs> Skinny was good, but you know, Squinji was great. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. <laughs> um CJ Johnson commented um on his top five class selectors. He says Ricky Trooper, Big Belly Sky Juice, and anyone from Stone Love. Um, and then parentheses, Billy Slaughter or one of those types, not the juggling kings. So he did clarify. <laughs> and he says that Squingy was the goat. Um, Spice Movement says Squingy, Troopa, Panther, Mataron, and Firelings. I think that's our exact top five. Um, Yo, did we did we mention Sky Juice? Because Sky Juice is like, to me, uh, this is going to the hot take real quick. I think he's an un- underrated yeah. MC. Somehow. Well, I mentioned um, Sky Juice in the juggling. Topic. Yes, juggling. yes. Okay. But this this guy is putting it in the clash. So he did win World yes. Clash when he, the one time he yep. was in it. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the only thing that I have to go on. So that's if that's one for one, then yeah, that's, that's a good record. Um, and Zach Reed says Ricky Trooper all the way. Shouts out to Zach. On the Jamaicans getting love on the Billboard charts episode, mm-hmm. uh, quite a few comments there. Um, Style CC from Brooklyn, you know, big ups to you. Um, you know, thank you so much for supporting and listening. Um, everybody else that really takes the time to comment. Shouts out to uh, Rory Stone Love, who uh, also checked in online. And, and everybody else, all the new subscribers, all the new listeners, and everybody that's been down from day one. You know what I'm saying? Really appreciate it. I'm going to do some more shout outs in uh, the next show. So we um just about out of time here. So that's the thing. Don't forget, reggaelover.com. Hit up the shop. You know, grab the t-shirts, grab the merchandise. See it there? Yeah, man. Very comfortable t-shirts. Yeah, man. So. A dedication to reggae lovers worldwide, reggae lover podcast. Hit us up, info at reggaelover.com, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Stay safe. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at reggaelover.com. Follow us on Instagram at reggae podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash reggae lover podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.